This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share some powerful biblical truths from Matthew chapter 17, 14 through 21. I want to start out by reading this text to you in the New King James Version. Listen to this. It says, And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, him being Jesus, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? And again, this is Jesus speaking. He says, How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demons, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. And the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. I want to read that last scripture, Matthew seventeen twenty one. Jesus said this, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Dear hearts, you see in this text a man who had a son who had a problem that he couldn't solve. It is so true today that there are many fathers who are having problems with their sons. Yes, our young men are having problems. This man in this story did what many fathers need to do today. They need to take it to the next level of power. And that's to the Heavenly Father. There's some things daddies cannot do. I don't care how strong and how intelligent you are and how successful you are. There's some things that God requires us to talk to him about. And in this case, this daddy who loved his son needed his son delivered from a sickness of epilepsy. His child would simply throw himself into fire and into water. That thing was trying to kill him and that daddy wanted the child to live. The Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father, dear hearts, wants the same. And so, as with that father, our fathers need to do the same. Bring the child to someone to help him. In the text, you see that he first brought the child to the disciples of Jesus. They could not cast out or change the situation of that child. They then took the child directly to Jesus. And Jesus made this situation a classroom for he said to his disciples they had two issues two problems that caused them to not to be able to bring healing to this child he said they were faithless and perverse he then proceeded 
to cast out that demon. Jesus identified the problem and spoke to the problem and the problem left. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, you see in this text that God will help us identify the source of the problem. Jesus found it. But the disciples couldn't do it. And the father could not do it. And there was two reasons. He told his disciples they were faithless and perverse. In other words, they they didn't believe it could happen. Yes. They felt like this was an unchangeable situation. And then he told them they were perverse. What does a perverse mean? It simply means where you do not expect or desire something to happen. In other words, you feel like it is normal for this to be a part of this child's life, its entire lifestyle, its entire lifetime. Jesus disagreed. Jesus knew in order for this child to be set free from this demonic force, something had to uh, happen. And the thing that had to happen was an agreement between the request and the requester and the people being asked to deal with the situation. You see this in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 through 20. Jesus said this, that if two of you agree on earth, Concerning anything that they asked, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Yes, both parties must must agree. And in this situation, the disciples did not agree with the request of the Father. And have a response that God would agree to intercede for. Yes, God is looking for agreement. And Jesus immediately, being the Son of God. Being the child of God, knew God's plan for the power of sin to be broken in this earth. Dear hearts, regardless of what you're going through, what you're experiencing, God wants you to experience deliverance. And so what do we have to do? Jesus is no longer here. He, he said in this text, I'm not going to be with you forever. So now it's up to you to continue to walk in two things, faith and understanding that God does not want you to live under the power of demonic spirits, of strongholds. He wants you to be set free. And so he said, this is the remedy for the situation. Yes, this is what you must do. He says these things will only come out with prayer and fasting. Yes. He said this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And, and that's my, my, my part of my theme today, dear hearts, simply this. Prayer and fasting. God's destroyer of doubt and perversion. Prayer and fasting. It's God's destroyer of doubt and perversion in our lives. We've got to pray. Prayer to the extent where we talk a while and we let God talk a while with us. Prayer where there is time spent in the power and the presence of the Lord. Something happens when we spend 
time with the Lord. And it's a very powerful thing that happens. You, you see this in 2 Corinthians three seventeen through 18. It says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. This simply says, as we sit in prayer, in the presence of God, we're becoming like God. We're thinking like God. You see, in order for us to, 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 to overcome the challenges in this world, we've got to think like God and believe that he is able to move every mountain that's in our life. Yes, dear hearts, you are a mountain mover. We've got to spend time in prayer and we've got to spend time fasting. Yes, fasting. What does it mean to fast? It's to give up the physical to gain assistance from the spiritual. It's to set aside something that, yes, your body enjoys so you can, can, can grow spiritually. It is the starving of the flesh so you can feed your spirit. It's very important to have in our life. And for a few, few minutes here, I, I want to, to, to bring in some readings from a book titled Fasting by John Eckhart. If you don't have John Eckhart's books in your library, I suggest you add them. I just want to, to start reading a portion of his text concerning the importance of fasting. He says, you've commanded, rebuked, and prayed prayers, done warfare, and shouted, but there's more that needs to be broken off your life. It's time to add some fasting to your warfare strategy. There is no other way around some demonic strongholds, no shortcuts. You have to fast and humble yourself until that thing breaks and leaves your life. Let me read that last statement again. You have to fast and humble yourself until that thing breaks and leaves your life. Demons are different in terms of their wickedness. There are demons that are stronger, more wicked, unclean, and stubborn, and higher in rank, ability, intelligence. The longer a demon has been in your family or in your life, the harder it is to remove because its roots go very deep. Demons such as rebellion, pride, witchcraft, Jezebel, poverty, and lack may only come out with a high level of faith. And I'll stop there to comment more when he talks about a high level of faith. Prayer and fasting, dear hearts, is a destroyer of doubt and a builder of faith. We have to get stronger and stronger, but it comes over time as we grow as a child in the body of Christ. Let me continue reading here. It said, sometimes it seems as if they cannot be dislodged. Again, talking about demons. And people will get discouraged and frustrated and feel they have failed. In Matthew chapter 17, the disciples of Jesus encountered a demon and a young child. And could not cure him because of their unbelief. Unbelief hinders you from dealing with strongholds. It takes faith to dislodge the enemy. Fasting helps you overcome 
unbelief and build a strong faith. This is the supernatural combination that Jesus gave his disciples in Matthew chapter 17. Prayer and fasting. I'm not saying that when you fast you will earn brownie points with God or that you are working your way to enjoying God's blessings. We don't fast to be saved. Please God or go to heaven. There is no law that says you don't fast. If you don't fast, you will go to hell. We fast for breakthrough and revival for family and loved ones. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Let me read those, these last few sentences again to end. He said, we fast for breakthrough and revival for family and loved ones. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. The hearts, I'm going to end there. Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. I challenge you to allow it to help you through your challenges of life. God bless you. Hope to share again with you on next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. To hear this program again and others, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the podcast page and find this program and many others right there on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com.